the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, and country. It's great to be with you today. I have a great show for you today. I'm very excited about it. We'll get right into it. First of all, I want to give a shout out and a thank you to our friends and sponsors, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, Chiropractic and burnfatorlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain has worked with athletes at all levels, from elite college and high school athletes to professional athletes to Olympic champions. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Very pleased to be joined today in the studio by one of our frequent guests on our program, regular contributor to our program, and you know, a woman who's got a fantastic story and do, does great work in our community, helping other people every single day. Speaking, of course, about Deb, Debbie Turner, founder of the Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center. Hello, Debbie. It's great to see you again. Thank you for having me. And I want to let you know that you're looking great with your pink Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center shirt on. Thank you. And um, getting ready for one of your main events of the year, and that's your annual golf tournament. Why don't we start by talking about your golf tournament, which is coming up very soon. Yeah, it's coming up April 21st at Forest Lake, and it's our seventh annual. It is one of our, we only have three big events during the year to help provide money for free services. So we try to make it very fantastic for the golfers. We have a lot of um, games and things like that, but the golf includes lunch and then we have raffle prizes and auctions. So it's a really fun time to come out and just enjoy. If you don't golf, come out and volunteer or just come out and have lunch with us at the golf club. And it's really neat. And where's the golf club? Forest Lake. And where and what um, do you still have? Yes, I still, I, I still need golfers, as always. Um, but I also would like if you want a hole sponsor and put your business name on a hole, it, we have that available or sponsor the whole event. We have that available, too. But it's a good way for you to market and with the different variety of people that come out and play golf. And how would they, if somebody wants to get involved? Well, you contact either the center at 407-464-0978. Go on our website at www.wecareapopka.org and the form's there. You can even purchase, you know, pay right online there. That's wonderful. Looking forward to this exciting event. Thank you for being here to share about it with us. And Debbie, now I would like to just, uh, you know, more recent news. Yeah, we just uh, looked at the Apopka Chief, today's edition of the Apopka Chief paper, and there's a great article about you in there and and a great picture of you and Shrin Yeager of Shrin Yeager State Farm. And can you just tell us a little bit about um, your relationship with Shrin Yeager and, and, and the support that he's given to the center? Well, the center started actually in business nine years ago with our license. And um, we put out sponsorships for 
businesses to get their marketing out there, but also to help us pay for free services because our center runs completely on free services to not only the cancer survivor, but the whole family. And Shroon was the State Farm was the very first business to step up to the plate nine years ago and give us a sponsorship check. And every year he has not failed he has been at the center. Actually, him and I have a little thing. He calls me on Good Friday and tells me it's Good Friday and um, brings the check to us. So we honored him in the paper and um, in the Popka Chief and Planner. You can see the article on not only him stepping up for the Cancer Center, but he is a very community-based person. Um, his dad died of cancer years ago, so the cancer world is very important to him. But he does all kinds of other things. Like he's part of the Rotary. He's part of community activities. Um, He does a lot with his church. Um, So it's amazing how a man in this community has been in business forever. And not a lot of people really give him credit for what he's done to help this community grow. He's very very beneficial and helpful to my projects as well. And you're just a a wonderful man and a wonderful wonderful citizen of Apopka. Yeah. And thank you for giving us that that insight. Now, also, and of course, his father, Hal Yeager, was a yes. huge part of our Apopka community as oh well. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing how that family, ha- from mom and dad, have grown children that are just as dedicated and loving and respectful to this community. It, it's just amazing, just like you and your dad. <laughs> it's well, amazing. Well, and Apopka's, you know, Seems to attract pe- people with yeah. a with a heart and a passion for for the uh, for service yeah. for serving other people such as yourself. And I think one of the the one of the things that I find very interesting about the Apopka community, uh, fascinating actually, is that a lot of people that grew up here when I'm in that category, kind of learned that ethic, if you will, yeah. and then that way of life even. Uh, largely through our religious, our Christian heritage, and you know things like that, Judeo-Christian heritage. But also, um, so you got people that that were raised with those values, if you will. Uh, but then other people, such as yourself and such as Shrin, that 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 come to Apopka, mm-hmm. and they embrace um, you know that 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 ethic, if you will, or that way of life. And so it, it makes for uh, you know a, a lot a lot of people, a lot of uh, very talented, substantive. People of integrity um, have a, a tremendous heart for giving and, and helping their their fellow citizen. Well, and it's really a neat thing for the center because we were told the first year that we would never make it as a nonprofit giving free services, and we're nine years later, and we have grown so big with services in that that sometimes it's difficult to say, oh, my gosh, we're still doing this. You know, uh, our percentage last year was 35% more than the year before of serving this community. And we have gone from this community of Apopka to all of Central Florida. We have phone calls from Marion County, Volusia County, you know, so we go where the need is. So it's amazing, but we couldn't do that without the support of the local Apopka community because I have been approached a couple times to move the center to different areas, Altamont Springs, Lake County, and that would never happen because I have the love and support from the community of Apopka, and that's where we're going to stay. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Our guest right now is Debbie Turner, founder of the Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center, and among other things, 
We're talking about the upcoming 7th annual Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center golf tournament coming up on Saturday, April the 11th. 21st. At, excuse me, 21st. <laughs> I was looking right at it, too. <laughs> April, Saturday, April 21st at Forest Lake Golf Club. And there's still spots available. If you want to find out more, if you'd like to donate, you can contact the center at wecareapopka.org. Yes. And that has all the information that you'll need. And speaking of uh, people dedicated to, to serving the community, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Florida Door Solutions and let everybody know that if you've got Florida, if you've got garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And in, in the best old school tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. They support numerous organizations, including Apopka Little League and Apopka High School. But I also want to let you, and you can find out more at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com, or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. And, of course, you know, uh, Bill and Robin and Nikki Cook and the Bill Jr., the Cook family, are very um, had a, a very important role in, in, in the development of, of your center. Debbie, can you share a little bit about that? Yes. In the beginning, um, when we first got our license, D&G Construction gave me an office to develop the paperwork. Well, Robin and Bill came to me, and they had a storefront that they weren't using. And so we moved the center, set up the center right there at their business, and that's how this whole thing started. We had a place, a location, and it was just wonderful. They they were, um, everything was donated, so we were able to get off our feet and start serving the community. So, yeah. And and I think now's a great time to, and, you know, just absolutely, once again, other people that have a heart for helping others and helping other people in the community yeah. and um, instrumental in, in, you know, the center really, really getting a foothold yeah. and, and having uh-huh. that first big step forward. And we got about three minutes before our first break with Debbie Turner, founder of the Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center. And Debbie, I think now might be a good time to share just a little bit about when you very first got started, because I think one of the, one of the really fascinating parts about your story is you literally started as a single individual. Now you've got this Huge organization with hundreds of volunteers, a very nice office, all those things, but, you know, computers, but you literally started as one individual and you started in your car uh, delivering uh, things for people's um, families, you know, dealing with cancer. Can you just briefly tell us that before the break? Yeah, well, um, we started at, I'm a cancer survivor, so we started in the backseat of my car serving hot food to families, just me and my husband, and we would take them to the hospitals because every time he, when I was going through treatment or in the hospital, it was always drive-through because everything was quick. We had our daughter in sports and in band and all kinds of things with church. So he would try to, between the treatments and the hospital visits, they would run through drive-through. So his big request was a hot meal. He wanted, so that's what we decided to do. And we did that for about a year and a half before we actually, and then it got to be so big that we couldn't do it out of my car no more. And right now we have uh, 365 families a week, 192 children per week that we serve through our center. And I'm a team of 145 volunteers. And and a big part of your efforts are to 
do things to help the children yes. whose parents, well, both both children who are suffering with cancer themselves, yeah. but and their families, their parents, mm-hmm. but also children whose parents, yeah. uh, uh, you know, one of their parents um, has has cancer. Can you briefly just share about? Well, know? there's a couple of things we do. We help the cancer children, but basically for um, the children whose parents, we have a lot of group sessions. We pay for prom tickets. We pay for homecoming tickets for the high school kids so that they're not left out because their parents are in treatment. This year we paid for two of the baseball um, players at Apopka High School, uniforms and cleats and that, so they could play baseball. And we did two football players because their parents are in treatment and they can't afford the uniforms. And I had to say, selling candy bars at a dollar a piece takes a very long time to get that money. So the center does stuff like that so that the kids can continue a normal life and not feel that the disease is destroying their life plus their parents. So... Thank you for being here to talk about the great work that you do. We're going to go to break in just a moment. And when we continue, we'll be be joined by Debbie Turner when we come back for the break. Once again, I want to remind you that the 7th Annual Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center Golf Tournament is coming up Saturday, April 21st at Forest Lake Golf Club, which is located on Claricona Okoy Road in Apopka. And if you want to find out more and if you'd still like to, if you'd like to participate or donate, just go to WeCareAPopka.org. That's WeCareAPopka.org. Please stay with us. We'll be right back with more with Debbie Turner on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. Today, hope you're enjoying the program. It's great. It's a thrill. It's exciting to once again have our friend Debbie Turner joining us on the program today and having her share about the great work that she does with the Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center and also her story of, of her journey battling cancer and um, you know just uh, an amazing story of resilience, hope, and success. And um, Debbie, you know. Anything specifically you'd like to, to share with us? Well, there are a couple things. Um, people every time always ask me, I don't have money to donate. I don't have this to donate. A lot of times just volunteering to help us out with events or transportation. If you're going to the grocery store, take one of my cancer uh, family's lists and buy them, gro- you know, purchase the groceries and then deliver it to their houses. It's the little things that help the center and what has made us successful. Um, Blankets, pillows, sheets. Go in your closet once and see how much extra stuff you really have. Um, I had a lady the other day bring me in two bed sheets, and they were an odd size, but they fit a hospital bed. Well, that's the greatest gift I can get because if I have to move some of my patients home, they go to hospital beds. So then we have to search for hospital sheets. So little things like that. I moved a family. Actually, they lost their house, so we moved them into a little studio apartment here in Apopka. Um, They have a very small refrigerator. Well, this lady brought a a microwave and a conventional oven for her. Because there is no oven or stove in there. So now she has an actual microwave and a stove, you know, an oven for the thing. It's the little things. And that 
the oven was sitting in her garage probably for about nine or ten years, and she's never used it. So those are the things, instead of just throwing things in the trash, think about something that someone can use. Or The other thing is, I, I've always said, I put a big push on the kids. The kids break my heart. Um, our local teenagers at the high school struggle every day, not only in family situations, in health problems, in now with all the things about being afraid to go to school because of the gun violence. Just take the time to talk to the kids or be involved with the kids and show them that we care about them and what's going to happen to them. Um, The kids who are at my center, not only the cancer kids, but the kids whose parents have, we do a community service project once a month to give back because they are given from the community a lot of stuff. So this, this week we help the Presbyterian Church feed on Friday. And those kids had so much fun interacting with those people. You just have to take some time and do it. Everyone says life's too busy. We'll take time to care about the other people in your life. Great information from Debbie Turner, cancer, founder of the Debbie Turner Cancer Cares Center. If you can learn more at WeCareApopka.org. That's WeCareApopka.org. And once again, I want to let you know their seventh annual golf tournament's coming up Saturday, April 21st at Forest Lake Golf Club on Clarcona Okoy Road in Apopka. That would be a great way uh, to help out the yeah. the center and uh, make a contribution, make a donation. There are a variety of ways to do that. Again, just go to wecareapopka.org, and you can find out how to help. And, and we, why don't you talk about, because one of the things, that really, until I met you and you begin to share with us on our program, I think the average person who who hasn't, been touched by cancer, either themselves or their immediate family, doesn't understand all the other residual um, problems that come along with it. Because, I mean, obviously everybody knows the the, the patient is going through a, a, a terrible struggle, a struggle you know, of life and death, but there's so many other things how the, the family is affected in a, in a negative way. And can you share a little bit about that? Because that's what you really, that was your, your inspiration, your yeah. motivation for starting the center. And that's what you do on every single day is step up and to help to, to fill that void. Yeah, we try to make sure that the whole family is taken care of. A lot of things are the caregiver gets overstressed because they take the role from being either the person who just made money or something to paying bills, taking care of children, doing activities. Um, trying to to fix a disease that they can't fix, you know, and being supportive. Um, a lot of times they're tired and worn out. So we do support groups in that. But the big thing is the kids are affected. People don't understand that when mom's in treatment and there's a kid in school that's walking around without a phone, it's probably because the phone was shut off and they had to pay for medication. Or this is our big thing now. Um, we had the computer lab redone by the Eagle Scouts project, and it was it's wonderful. We have 10 brand-new computers there. The reason the Eagle Scouts did that was because one of the boys in the Boy Scout troops' mom had cancer, and she was going through treatment. Their Internet was shut off. He had nowhere to do his homework. So he found out he could come to the center and use our wireless Internet and, and do his homework and everything. Well, then we found out about two weeks ago that the schools are now handing out laptops to the kids to do everything on. How can you do anything on a laptop if you don't have internet service? See, a lot of this is convenient for people, and then, or the kids get teased because they don't have Nike shoes on. Well, 
they can't afford Nike shoes. They were probably sold in the yard sale to make money to pay the bills for medical. So we try. And the same with, like I said, prom and homecoming. I um, was raised by my grandparents, and they made sure. I, as a senior, went to prom and homecoming, and they were really poor. We were lived on a farm. But I would never want a child to come back and say, I miss my school prom because my mom had cancer. That's just not going to happen. So those are the kind of things. And we have everything donated. We have new suits donated or rental suits and prom dresses that they get to try on. We put their makeup on. We send them off in nice cars, you know. Those are the kind of things you got to think about, even with sports. These kids can't play sports unless someone steps up to the plate and helps them out, you know. And I don't ever want them to come back and say, well, it was that cancer disease that destroyed my life, too. So. No, that, and that's the thing that's it's been uh, really eye-opening getting to know you and having you share because, like I said, the you know, average person doesn't really think about no. all the various ways that a family is impacted in a negative way. Yeah. And one of those ways is you know, all the money is, is sucked up literally to help pay for the treatment. Um, yeah. And then also the, 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 the kids that – the things that kids, teenagers, younger yeah. kids um, – are used to and just living the life of a normal kid, normal kid all yeah. goes by the wayside yeah. and they're impacted uh, dramatically in, in, a, in a negative way. And that's once again, that's one of the things that Debbie does and, and her wonderful volunteers do to help fill that void and, and help kids continue, you know, provide the services, provide money to to buy the things that help the kids continue to have somewhat of, of a normal life. Well, and this is another thing I'll tell you. Um, a lot of my cancer families don't qualify for programs as far as food based because they're not low income. There's usually one person working. They're not poverty level, but their debt to ratio out of their medical bills is way out of whack. So the high school kids come in not only to use the the computers, they come in because we buy them chips and candy bars, which is not on their grocery list because that would be the last thing they could buy. They have to buy stables. We now have a food pantry where they can come in. They can get any kind of non-perishable food they need. But we keep a separate supply of soda, chips, and candy bars for the high school kids because they don't get that kind of stuff. And you don't think about that. Most people just go to the store, oh, I'm hungry. I'll get a a candy bar. That don't happen, you know. So, yeah. Friends, if you want to find out more, WeCareApopka.org. WeCareApopka.org. That's the best way to find information about the Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center. Now, you're also welcome just to drop by yeah. uh, th- their wonderful office. It's just one block off of Highway 441 in Apopka. And Debbie, what's the actual address? It's 229 East 5th Street in Apopka. In fact, you're right behind Porky's. Right behind Porky's. Right next to the Apopka Presbyterian Church. Yes. And speaking of Porky's, I want to give a shout out to Steve and Heather and all the gang at Porky's Original Barbecue mm-hmm. in Apopka. Of course, we every week we tell you about some of the great items on the menu at Porky's, and what I want to tell you about today is a brand new item at Porky's, and that is the Bison Burger. And I encourage you to get over, check out the Bison Burger. They've got a great special on it, and uh, that's uh, you know we've come to learn um, the things that Steve recommends are, are very very good. So Steve is uh, excited about adding the Bison Burger, you know, for a temporary time to the menu, and uh, highly recommends it. So I, I suspect that means the, I haven't had mine yet, but I suspect that means the Bison Burger is is, a very, is very good. At Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street. 
Well, Debbie, we're down to about our last two minutes. Anything else you'd like to share today? Just, um, I would encourage everyone to either go to our website and check it out at wecareapopka.org or call the center or stop by. I can talk to you, Roger, or the community as much as I want, but until you really stop into the center and see what magic we're doing with just donations and fundraisers, providing free services for nine years. We um, now have hit a milestone. We have served over 2,900 families in nine years, which means 1.5 families per day, which means 24-hour service seven days a week because cancer doesn't stop at 5 o'clock when you decide to go home. Um, My volunteers, a lot of them work around the clock to help out. So just come see us or go on our website and check out a way you can help out, be it donating something, be it, contributions of fundraising, be it sponsoring a golf hole for the tournament so that we can continue the work we do. I encourage everybody, if you you do feel led or motivated, you can just visit wecareapopka.org. That's wecareapopka.org. Or like we said, just drop by the center and and say hello and and meet Debbie in person and her wonderful volunteers. And um, once again, I'll just share with you about the golf tournament, the seventh annual Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center Golf Tournament is Saturday, April 21st at Forest Lake Golf Club, which is on Clearcona, Okoy Road in Apopka. And all kinds of ways that you can contribute or participate. Uh, there's still spots available for golfers. So just visit WeCareApopka.org. That's WeCareApopka.org to find out more about the golf tournament coming up on April 21st. Well, Debbie, it's been great to see you. Thank you for coming over. Thank you. Look forward to having you come back again soon. Oh, I'll be back. <laughs> and I know you get over to see Steve at Porky's pretty often. Tell, you know, tell yep. him I said I'm going to be over there at lunch today, actually. But uh, you know, tell him, tell everybody I said, hey, next time you go over there. Okay. And also remember State Farm Schoenjager. He's been a big support to our center. Is another person that look up in the community and see what he does. Yeah, in fact, I'm glad that you mentioned that because you know we, we talked about Schrinz, you know, efforts to support you, but it's also, uh, you know, Shrin has the State Farm franchise, uh, one of yeah. the franchises in Apopka. Uh, his father, Hal, had it before him. They, I know they do incredibly great work. You're not going to find better customer service. I know that personally because, you know, he's my <laughs> my <laughs> agent. And I, if, and I encourage you, if you're looking for an agent or you want to even get a better quote or, or shop around to call Shrin Yeager, State Farm, and that's 407-880-3167. That's Schrin Yeager State Farm, 407-880-3167. Well, friends, we're going to take our next break. Look forward to being back with you in just a moment. Your home and away voice of the Apopka Blue Darters. Your hometown station, 1520 WPCW. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Today's going well. Great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you to talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And, of course, on our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, we do that from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, and country. Well, it was really great to speak with Debbie Turner earlier on the program. And it's always very gratifying and uplifting to hear Debbie and have her come over and share about the great work that she's doing every single day to help people and families that are battling cancer. Now we're pleased to be joined 
by another one of our regular contributors. Before we do that, though, I want to once again give, let you know, tell you about our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Florida Door Solutions has a residential and a commercial division, and they carry all the best brands in the garage door industry, and they service all types and brands of garage doors. They, in fact, their commercial client list is uh, one of the most client lists in the state of Florida. To find out more or to, or to find how you can reach and find out more about Florida's best garage door company, just go to FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com, or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. Tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now we're pleased to be joined by our friend Vito Fira, founder of Network Sound and Video. And, of course, Vito always has great information to share with us about ways that we can preserve wonderful memories that we have, have had um, documented over the years, but those memories may be, in many cases are, most cases, on outdated media, outdated uh, sources that are hard, if not impossible, to access now. And in some cases, those things may even be um, damaged and not even in, in top shape. So anyway, uh, Vito's joining us today, and you know, he's going to give us some more great information about how to make our memories last forever. Vito, great to, great to have you joining us today. Hey, Roger. What a great day to be here. Thank you for having me on the show today. You know, and um, we talked earlier earlier before the show, you, you sent me over some pictures that are a great example of, the, of what you actually do, of your handiwork, if you will, at Network Sound and Video. And I'd just like to have you describe a little bit, and of course our audience can't see those pictures, but essentially what they were were, uh, I would say, five or six different pictures that showed the type of thing that people bring to you. And those things included uh, old VHS tapes, a huge box of them, um, outdated CDs and eight-track tapes, some looks like what looks like some old um, eight-millimeter film on reels, and literally. And once again, I say uh, not a few of these items, but but from one customer, as I understand it, boxes of these items, and the end result is what you gave them to take back home, which now they can actually use, which they couldn't use the other stuff because it's all outdated media. A, what's called a thumb drive or a flash drive, which literally is the size of your thumb. So, which is certainly going to make their life much more easier and going to give them the opportunity to access these wonderful memories once again. Just, just why don't you take it from there, Vito? Roger, you're doing great at this. I'll tell you, you really, <laughs> you know what we're all about because we've done some stuff for you also in the past. That's right. I sent you over some pictures of some of the things that came in uh, this week and last week. And uh, I probably told your listeners before that these items come in, uh, film and reels and tapes, cassettes, videos, every style of camcorder cartridge. And they come over in, in the, you know, the, the good old uh, Walmart tubs, I like to call them. And, uh, and yes, and they bring these things in. We actually have to go out to the car to get them and bring them in because they're so huge. And uh, we bring them in, and then uh, over time, when, after we've transferred all these uh, either into CD or DVD or these flash drives, or the small flash drives, people can't believe it. They're standing there holding a flash drive or a little box of discs in their hand. Are you, are you sure that everything is on here? Are you, they can't believe it because, I mean, they need help to get out of the car with, their, with these uh, uh, valuable memories, and then they can take this thing and put it in their pocket or a purse, and it's just amazing. And that's the greatness about uh, the new technology, how it gets compressed down and, the, uh, and everything's digitized. 
and 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 that's just that's why it sent you some some shots over some uh, videotapes and high eights and VHS and film. And of course, you you probably saw a picture of some of the the broken things that we have to fix. I mean, reel to reels and tapes and cassettes that are just splintered and broken. Uh, folks sometimes have had put them in a cabinet and and uh, then pulled them back out. And they had an old VCR player and they put them in there. And I said, don't put them in there because some of the the parts inside of those VCR tape machines are rubber and they get gummy. So we've got to do a lot of repairs because they bring them and they said that you told me not to put them in there and I did anyhow. And there you go. So. But uh, so anything that you have like that that's uh, valuable and you want to relive these memories, bring them on in. And I tell them if you haven't put these things in your old machines, film projectors, uh, cassette players, or VCR tape decks, uh, don't install them if they haven't run because our machines are run every single day. They're kept in the highest of quality condition. And uh, sometimes their machines are not because they hadn't been used in so many years they chew them up. So that's why I sent you some of the pictures of some of the damages that we have to do. But, yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do here. We restore these old memories, things that people hadn't seen in years. Uh, in many cases, Raj, they bring in these canisters and tapes that are not marked. They didn't mark them what is on the reels or what was on the cassette. So our job is also to take them and to actually view what's on there and to write down what some of the subject matter is. And when these folks get them and they see them, they just literally laugh and cry. They're, you know, they're picking out you know, old folks that were on there. They'll see their moms, dads, aunts, uncles, cousins, you know, puppy dogs who are running around, horses, cats, <laughs> you name it. And, uh, you know, we've seen it all here. I'll tell you what, we've seen the world from right here in Longwood. Friends, we're speaking with Vito Fira, founder of Network Sound and Video. You can find out more at NetworkSoundandVideo.com. That's NetworkSoundandVideo.com. Or you can just drop by and see Vito and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. They're conveniently located on Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood uh, in the Merritt Center. And, Vito, now I'd like to t- sh- just have you share a little bit about, you know, you um, – it's. One thing we don't talk a whole lot about is that because we're you know, there's so much to talk about with the great work you do on, on, on a daily basis. But you know, Network Sound and Video, you founded Network Sound and Video over 30 years ago, uh, which of course speaks to the success of your business and the kind of long-term customer base that you have and the great work that you do. But can you tell us just about uh, you know, originally founding Network Sound and Video and you know how you've evolved here over the years? Yeah, thanks for asking, Raj. Uh, I've been a musician my whole life. I mean, I can't remember a day that I wasn't either singing or playing an instrument, piano, guitar. Uh, my parents were both musicians, and uh, I remember uh, going to bed at night up in Philadelphia. We'd be on the second floor while my dad's little combo would be downstairs with the piano and a fiddle and a drum, and they would be just knocking out some songs. And I mean, you couldn't wait to get down in the morning and try to do the same thing. So it's kind of, it's just in the blood. But uh, yeah, I've been recording so long that uh, my dad got me a tape recorder, a little reel-to-reel tape recorder for my 10th birthday. And it's, it's, it's been going on since there. I've, people have asked me, can you record me? Can you record me? So we've done recording over the years for many, many years. And uh, that's how we actually got started from just a demand that not too many people back in, in, in the old-time Philly uh, were doing this kind of thing. And so we got started with that, and it moved into you know albums and vinyl, and then reel to reel, and then a cassette, and eventually CD and DVD, and it just kept on progressing. So we've got an amazing uh, selection of old equipment here that's kept in tip-top condition because I've had it for so many years. I mean, literally decades. And so we founded uh, Network Sound Video back in 1980 as uh, an official business when we incorporated. But uh, yeah, we're in our 39th year of reviving old tapes and film and records and reels, and, and we, we get a gamut of things in here. We're, we're doing a restoration for a rock band from the 70s, and the gentleman uh, that 
that uh, owns these tapes, his old band, is uh, they stream live. He's got his own radio streaming show, and uh, they actually put some of these these cuts that we revived for those guys from the '70s. And it's good old stuff. It's not it's not like thrash metal, but it's it's good old rock and roll, kind of similar to like Moody Blues and and uh, that era, you know. Yeah, and one thing that that I really uh, impresses me of, about the work that you do, Vito, is that you've continued to update and adapt and stay on top of all the technological innovations that literally are happening every day. And I think that's one thing that separates you from, from the rest, too. I mean, there's not anything to do with it, 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 these kinds of technical issues that you don't know how to do. And you're actually, you're not that you're a master. You're actually a master of. And, and I think that's important, too, speaking as a, as a low-tech person. Um, I want our, our listeners to know that Vito and, at Network, and, and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video um, are, are, I guess I guess you you specialize in the the low tech customer, if you will. So just you know, bring the things that you have to Vito, and, and he'll take it from there. <laughs> That's pretty way good. The low tech customer is, is our friend, you know. But no, we've we've got guys that that even know how to do some of the stuff, but they know how strenuous it can be. We've had techs and engineers come in, and they said this stuff takes so long to do that they can't even afford the time to do it because it is a lot of the stuff runs real time. In other words, not high speed or anything. Uh, that you can get done quickly. Uh, film rolls that it just chugs along at a slow, slow pace, and and videotapes transfer slowly, and it gets you the best quality. And uh, same thing with records and albums and cassettes and such. And 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 we do that. We we bring back these old tapes and reels for you know bands and churches and schools and seminars. And uh, it, we've I've got a, I got a 78 RPM here this week just to give you an example. And this is this gentleman's father that's on here from 1920, and it's marked right on that 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 78 RPM 1920, and it was his dad uh, doing some voice work and some singing, and it's literally held with medical adhesive tape held together because <laughs> it had been cracked. So we're trying to get around all this stuff, but we'll eventually get this recording onto a CD or MP3 or flash drive for this guy, and he's like thrilled that we could even do something like that. Yep. We have to stay on top of the old stuff, but you've got to have the newest programs and sophisticated uh, uh, hardware and software to create the, the newer items so that you can use them in your iPads or iPods, uh, whatever they may you know, want to transfer things on the social media. So yeah, you know, That was a great example of the kind of work that you do, Vito and Ron, to do at Network Sound and Video. Well, Vito, as we're up the near end of our segment, I did in our remaining seconds. We're inside a minute. I do want to let everybody know. Just make one of the point is, first of all, there are not very many people that even do what Vito and Ron to do at Networks on a Video. It's very difficult to find somebody that even does this kind of work. Um, but then, you know, some of the companies uh, that are doing it are, are national companies, and you have to send your box all your things away up and. You know, send it off to strangers in a foreign land, if you will, foreign city. And I, I personally, I found a lot of comfort in just taking it over to Vito and Rhonda with the, with the guy who's going to be working on it. It's a guy that, who I shake hands with, and and uh, just gives me a lot of, a lot of comfort that it's um, don't have to box it up and, and send it off somewhere. But uh, th- that's my story. Well, Vito, thank you for joining us, and we look forward to speaking with you soon. Thank you, Raj. Everyone out there, we appreciate your listeners. Have a blessed blessed weekend. And you can find Vito at networksoundandvideo.com or on Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood in the Merritt Center. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Glad you're joining us today. Really appreciate you tuning in every week. It's great to be with you every week. Talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. Hope you're enjoying the show today. Two 
great guest, outstanding guest, outstanding guest and outstanding people. Debbie Turner, founder of the Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center, which is an organization that's dedicated, completely volunteer-driven, that's dedicated to helping, to providing services and emotional support for families who have a loved one, a member of their family, dealing with cancer. Of course, I want to remind you about their golf tournament coming up on Saturday, April 21st at Forest Lake Golf Club on Clarecona Okoy Road in Apopka. You can buy, you can, um, there's still spots available to play. There's still opportunities available to contribute, donate, or, or sponsor various aspects of that tournament. You can find out more about that at WeCareApopka.org. That's WeCareApopka.org. It was always great to catch up with Vito Fira from Network Sound and Video. Can't really say enough about the great work that they do. I've had some things in boxes, as we talked about myself, that literally go all the way back to when I was in college. And some things I really wanted to see and access, which I just flat out couldn't because the the, the you know the, the things that they, they were on, old VHS tapes and so forth, um, or outdated media, and there's, you can't really find any anything that plays those things. So anyway, took them over to was fortunate to find Vito and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. Uh, mine was kind of at random. That's why I'm so enthusiastic about it, recommending them to you, is that um, to get over there, fixed everything up within a couple of weeks' time, and now it's all on CDs or thumb, thumb drives. And I can, I can I can see these things from, from back in the day, which were you know, a big part of my life. And I encourage you to check them out if you've got things like that yourself, and most people actually do. And you can find them at networksoundandvideo.com. That's networksoundandvideo.com, or as I said before, just drop in and see them. They're on Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood in the Merritt Center. In our remaining few moments, I kind of like to shift gears rather <laughs> dramatically here and go back talking a little bit about um, politics, specifically national politics. And, you know, one, one of the my guiding um, motivations is to, what to talk about on the show, to share about is just things that I'm passionate about personally. And I'm a huge, uh, very passionate about history, American history, and especially American political history. And, you know, of course, follow things very closely today. And, you know, as, as most of you know, if not everybody who listens to the show regularly, I support President Trump. I mean, I, I love the guy. I think he's doing I think he's doing a great job. I think he's the, literally the most exciting, interesting and exciting um, character, if you will, to, on the national political stage uh, in my lifetime. And so I just even... Aside from personally supporting and being in sync with many, most of the things that he's doing uh, policy-wise, I just I like his style. I, I think he brings an excitement and you know you know a, a level of excitement. I would say even fun to national politics, and that's one of the things that the detractors and the haters just completely do not get is that you know, aside from the the political junkies and the the political nerds, if you will, uh, on the inside, which really only represent a very tiny microscopic portion of the American people. And I would say much, 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 much less than 1%, probably much, much, much less than 100th or 1,000th of 1%. And of course, these people are are largely members of the swamp, is that um, they're boring. Your typical politician is just flat out boring. Your typical politician does not connect with, with the average person. And, of course, as we all know, and this is another part of the Trump phenomenon, those rare people that do come along and have the instincts and the motivation to connect with average pe- with um, everyday people uh, like you and I, everyday citizens, um, you know, once, once they become elected, <laughs> they essentially become brainwashed or corrupt or, um, you know, um, taken over by the swamp 
uh, and they they change. So, but anyway, my point is, Trump definitely knows, um, you know, definitely is connecting with the American people, the rank and file American people, not the elites, not the swamp people of the swamp, not the Washington insiders, the lobbyists, the bureaucrats, et cetera, the, the elected officials in Washington. He's out here following his instincts, and he's got great instincts in terms of knowing and having a great appreciation for traditional America, the America as 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 defined, if you will, in the Declaration of Independence, yeah, acknowledging that our rights come from God, acknowledging that that uh, all men are created equal and, and have certain inherent uh, rights. So anyway, and and has a proper respect for the role of God in in our whole governmental concept. And respect for our founding institutions, the Constitution, as written, not interpreted by some liberal uh, left-wing judge, you know, <laughs> 200 years later. So those are some of the reasons I like Trump, and, but I, and most of you already know that because I talk about it from time to time. What I'd like to say now in our closing moments and is that, once again, something that most of you already know, most of us already know, but it's also hard not to be brainwashed or influenced to a certain extent. And that's the fact that the kind of publicity and the kind of press that Trump has gotten – I would, it's certainly unprecedented in my lifetime in terms of the sheer negativity, the sheer over-the-top attacks. Every single thing I see out of a mainstream media source about Trump is is, is over-the-top negative, uh, slanted, um, no objective reporting whatsoever, uh, editorializing in so-called news stories, all anti-anti-Trump, exaggerating um, Trump, you know, referring to Trump as a racist or somebody who, who uh, uh, you know, has has negative racial attitudes or whatever, which there's no evidence for that whatsoever. In fact, if you really look, take a hard look at Trump's history uh, over the and there's a lot of history there going back 30, 40 years. He has been, reached out and he's been a huge advocate for many minority groups. He, he helped uh, support uh, some of Jesse Jackson's initiatives 30 plus years ago. Of course, you're never going to hear or read about anything like that in the mainstream media. But so the point is, the kind of press that he's getting is just. It's just almost unfathomable in terms of being slanted, negative, and and much of it is is in some level inaccurate, if not outside, out, outright lies and falsehood. A complete false narrative is being uh, you know constructed for Trump, and it's amazing that he's still able to to overcome all of it, which shows the kind of um, I'd say deep support he's got with the rank and file American citizens, people like you and I. What I want to hear say briefly is, but one of the the big themes as part of this false narrative. About Trump is of course. Oh, it's the, look how look at the chaos of the Trump administration. Oh my God, it's just you know people leaving the administration, people being fired, conflict between departments, conflict between with cabinet members. Oh my gosh, Rush Tillerson now he's left, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, what a chaotic White House. Of course, that's been one of the narratives. That's that narrative goes back to the campaign. Well, I guess the chaotic campaign, uh, if it was chaotic, um, you know, turned out okay for Trump uh, in his side. Uh, so, um, but, and of course, you know Trump's Trump's style is an instinctive style. He flies by the seat of his pants. He makes decisions on, on the spot. That that's just the way he lives his life. And I, once again, one of the things I find find interesting about him. But the point I'm getting to is that I pose a question for you. And of course, my premise is that you know most, if not like 99 percent of the coverage from the mainstream media, Trump gets is completely slanted, completely inaccurate, completely. Uh, building, uh, constructing a false narrative uh, about the reality of him and his presidency. But have you ever heard one comment about the John F. Kennedy administration being chaotic or, or, or having conflict within the John F. Kennedy uh, um, you know, um, presidency administration? 
most likely not because you know, the, the narrative that was created there, well, Camelot, it was a utopian time in America. Everybody worked together. We had these brilliant people, the best and the brightest uh, that John F. Kennedy put together, and they all worked in, in concert to, to create this utopian society that we had. And there's brief, brief short years that President Kennedy was in office until he was sadly assassinated. You know, and of course, that false narrative is by a lone crackpot. Yeah, right. Uh, obvious, it was obvious. It should be obvious to everybody, and it is obvious to most people. There was a massive conspiracy um, that led to the Kennedy assassination. But, um, and I would say, you, you know, uh, but anyway, but the point is, you dig, you, you don't have to pull back the curtain too much. In fact, just read some of the, the books, some of which have come out in recent years, some of which have been around for a long time, about the documented account of the Kennedy administration. You had a vice president in office, Lyndon Johnson, who literally was hated by the president's brother, Bobby Kennedy, who, oh, by the way, Kennedy, John F. Kennedy's brother, Bobby Kennedy, was the attorney general of the United States, the leading law enforcement officer of the country. And by the way, I think many would argue that he was completely unqualified for that position. I think he was in his early 30s or something like that when, they, when, he, when, he, you know, when John F. Kennedy named his brother um, as the attorney general. You had an FBI director, J. Edward Coover, who was literally not on speaking terms with Robert Kennedy, his, his boss, <laughs> as the attorney general, uh, didn't pay attention to him did whatever he wanted to with the FBI. Uh, Robert Kennedy had no control whatsoever over G.F. Coover. Gee, well, why was that? Well, one reason was, <laughs> was because J. Edgar Hoover, Federal Bureau of Invest- Investigation, uh, the, the country's chief federal law enforcement agency, was con- conducting ongoing surveillance of the president of John F. Kennedy and the attorney general, Robert Kennedy. Uh, Hoover, the head of the FBI, was conducting surveillance on his bosses is that chaotic or is that that not chaotic and not only that he was finding stuff he was finding reams of evidence to uh, which by which he could blackmail those guys um one you know one account is 33 illicit um liaisons by john f kennedy as president um some of them with very shady characters if you will putting the president of the United States in the country during a, a, a crucial time, during the Cold War, um, which actually was, became on the brink of, of becoming a hot nuclear war. Um, John F. Kennedy putting himself uh, in a vulnerable position to be blackmailed by foreign governments, to be blackmailed by the Russians even, blackmailed by the mafia. Um, you know, these things were actually going on on a daily basis, and the FBI director was documenting it. So you've got John F. Kennedy... Um, as president, Robert Kennedy as vice president, Lyndon Johnson as, excuse me, Robert Kennedy as attorney general, um, Lyndon Johnson as vice president, J. Edgar Hoover as FBI director. The FBI director is literally spying on the president and his brother, getting information on them, which he was, you know, according to, to many accurate accounts, let them know very, um, no certain terms explicitly that he was prepared to use this information. So you've got a, a president and an attorney general paralyzed. Uh, and they've got a rogue employee out there who's got him really over a barrel. You've got the president of the United States, the vice president who hates the attorney general. Both of those guys were out to destroy each other. But you've never, and, but have you ever read one word about any kind of chaos in the John F. Kennedy administration? No, of course you haven't. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's, a, that's a primer today on, on the mainstream media. It's been great to be with you today. Have a great, have a great rest of the day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.